Prepare for launch. Launch is a series of short videos and curated resources to support and equip ministry leaders for the important work that God calls us to, the work of growing in love of God and neighbor and the transformation of today's world. Hello, everybody. It's so good to be back with you all. We know it's been a while. And like you, we all have been incredibly busy these last few months with ministry and our families. Um, it's We know it's both a joy-filled and a challenging time um, to be in ministry. And so as we move through the pandemic, big shifts in faith formation continue to happen. There are no one-size-fits-all solutions. And so with that in mind, we decided to devote a few podcasts to conversation around articles that might provide us some guidance as we navigate the changing landscape. Yeah, it has been a while, Uh, but we are just three real people who have real questions about faith formation uh, at this stage in the pandemic. And today on launch, we're taking about 10 minutes to talk about the question everyone is asking, Will families come back to church? Uh, So please grab a cup of coffee or tea, take a deep breath, and join us for this conversation. Kathy, could you share a little bit about the article that you chose and why you chose it? Yeah, so I chose the article, Will Families Ever Come Back? And it's by Deborah Kirk, which is this question that so many people are asking. And in a nutshell, Deborah writes, so perhaps our response is to stop asking the question, will families ever come back and simply love them where they are? So I love this article because she names how hard faith formation leaders have been working through the pandemic and uh, acknowledges and affirms all of that and also gives some shape to how do we reframe what does faith formation look like now? And moving into the future, um, thinking about things for, like gathering or connecting and teaching or equipping, and then some ideas to go along with that. So I'm wondering how this article resonates with what you all are experiencing in ministry. Yeah, I think that um, that feeling of um, overwhelm is is very real uh, with the people that I know. Uh, it's real for me. So. Um, yeah, I, I would say that resonates for sure. Yeah, and I think I appreciate um, what you lifted up, Kathy, and what's included in the article in terms of affirming what ministry leaders are doing, because I feel like sometimes that question can come there when it's received. Sometimes we receive it with a sense of judgment that may or may not be there, right? And um, I think for many, it's really a question of curiosity because they, they're noticing, right. That something's different and that families aren't there and what a gift, like families, we miss you. Um, and so helping us receive that question in a different way, but also inviting us to, um, respond to the question in a way that might be different than we would have responded to it three years ago. Yeah. Cause ministry is going to look different. And so I, I really appreciated her lifting that up that ministry looks different. Um, that's important. Yeah. 
And I think that question, you know, will families ever come back is a lot more complex than we thought maybe at the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, I think there's, of course, the um, the COVID risk levels, and then there's the like kind of disconnection. There's overwhelm at home and parents are exhausted. And we've all read articles about people's mental health right now. So it's just a really... Uh, there's a lot of reasons why attendance might not be what we hoped. Um, and I, uh, I don't want to bring in another article, but I'm going to bring in another article. There was uh, circling on Facebook just this week. There was this um, article called the parents who used to come to your church are not okay, which I think, um, you know, sort of in some ways is a response to this question that faith leaders are asking, will they come back? And here's a parent saying, hey, here's what's going on in our lives uh, that I found that was really helpful. Yeah. And I, I appreciate asking the question the way that Deborah asked the question and then helps to reframe how we can respond. And um, and I, for me, this is one of those um, Let's think about, will families ever come back? And how can I practice responding to that question and reframing it for folks so that we can um, think about how faith formation is different and also give some context around it. Uh, So thinking about um, scripture and how, what scriptures have you thought about that might guide us as we approach this topic? You know, I love godly play. So I started thinking about the stories of the, the ark and the tent and the temple and then exile, right? Um, and is it Jeremiah 29 where, um, you know, there's this instruction to go ahead. You're they're living in exile in Babylon. Go ahead and build your houses, plant your gardens, grow your families, do all of these things. And I, um, I think there's something about that that is hope filled. Um, sometimes the places, our physical places, where we have often gone to uh, encounter God, are not accessible for. Could uh, in this case a pandemic, or now maybe other reasons as well. But we're in this kind of new landscape, in this new place, um, and God is still with us. And how can we nurture what is good and holy and sacred in kind of a, in new formats and new ways? I don't know if that makes any sense to others, but yeah. yeah. When I first read this, I immediately thought about Matthew. 11, 28 to 30, where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are struggling hard and care, have carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. And then it goes on about my um, yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. And there were a couple of things that brought me to this. One was the emphasis on relationship and accompany parents and families along the journey, um, moving away from a transactional kind of you come and I'll give you stuff to an accompaniment and a walking with. And it, it, that just reminded me of that Matthew 18 passage where Jesus is saying, hey, I know that you have heavy stuff. So, hey, all you faith formation leaders, I know you have heavy stuff and I'm here with you. And hey, all you parents, I know you have heavy stuff and I'm here with you. And how can we walk together in those places um, and be yoked with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I remembering in this article where she talks about um, texting 
families um, because that's something people can respond to. And I found the texts that I've sent out recently that are just like, how are you kinds of texts? It's not come to this thing or do you have time for this? It's how are you? I'm getting the most uh, response from. So I think that speaks to that idea of um, sharing our sharing our burdens and walking together, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I really appreciate the language of accompaniment that you all have lifted up in, in the scriptures. And, um, you know, I, I thought of two, my brain split between the old Testament and the new Testament. My, the old Testament the scripture that always comes up is the Isaiah 43, one through seven, do not be afraid. I am with you. And I think, um, that paired with, I too love godly play and the story of the good shepherd. Um, and the idea that, the good shepherd goes, goes, um, to all the places, um, to find the lost sheep or find what's missing. Um, and there's definitely this sense of, you know, accompaniment. I am with you. You're not alone. And I think that's an important message and the call of, we need to go, um, we need to go beyond our walls. Um, whether that's texting, whether that's, I think she lifts up in the article, going and have a cup of coffee, um, going and saying, I miss you. Where are, help me, help me know what's going on in your world, not out of judgment or shame, but just out of help me understand, help me understand. So we know how to journey together. Yeah. And that sense of care, I care about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't even plan the Old Testament, New Testament scripture thing. That just kind of worked out. <laughs> yeah. It did. I love it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right. It's amazing how that works, how they work together. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, thinking about this now, you know, in a practical sense, how might this article inform our approaches to faith, leading faith formation ministries in the coming months or even, uh, you know, weeks, months beyond? Uh, what do you think is useful and practical in this article? I had a conversation very similar to this with a group of children's ministry leaders this morning. And, um, Some of it is setting aside the worries and the expectations about numbers. And um, some of this is, I I hear, will families ever come back from leaders and from um, folks who miss seeing children in worship? And so uh, can can we ask more questions about what is it that people are missing? and helping to reframe where that's happening. Because if people are saying, I miss, I miss seeing the kids in worship, well, we're doing something on online where the kids are able to gather in a safe way. Is there something that we can do, uh, create a video or montage or something that can be shown in worship so that folks who are missing kids can see that they're still around? Or are there other ways that we can show people in the congregation? So I think that was one of the things that um, one thing to think about as we're moving forward is what, what does the catalyst behind some of those questions? And is it out of care and concern for the people who are missing, or is it because things look different and we don't know how to travel that well? Um, and, uh, 
and, and how can we be willing to listen, not only to folks who are asking the questions, but also to the folks on the receiving end who might be hearing that feeling like, okay, so are you missing me or are you missing, um, are you missing me as a person or are you missing us because your numbers are different? And sometimes it's, it, I mean, in practically speaking, sometimes it's a little bit of a both and, right? Sure. Um, yeah. Well, and there's so much in that, like that we, you know, we've had conversations with throughout the last couple of years around relationships and the call to listen well. Um, and I think that's something that we just, we're going to have to keep doing. Um, and I appreciate Kathy, how you named, like we have to listen really with intent to get to know or how the author of this article said to connect. Um, we're not we're not asking the question because we want them to, you know, to behave differently or make different decisions. We're, we're asking the question out of genuine concern and care. And I really, for me practically, and for the ministry leaders, I've come alongside that call to listen and to connect and to build relationships really does show what to do next. Um, that's faithful and feels good to people. Um, and I think that's what's most important is trusting the Holy Spirit um, to show up in those conversations and to let us know, like help us know what are we supposed to do next to be faithful to God and to be faithful to each other. Yeah. I haven't been asked this question very much in my congregation, you know, um, Will the families ever come back? But I think, you know, one way to possibly reshape the question uh, as we begin to look forward into a new program year is, um, you know, asking our, our leaders in the congregation, would you like to help me reconnect with our families? Um, and yeah, that, that just seems to be, to be a way to do, because it's going to take more than just the church staff or volunteers. It's going to really take the whole congregation, I think, rebuilding connections. We've had two years of disconnection and disruption. And so it's really going to take all of us making those intentional efforts to create real, true connections and care in our congregations mm -hmm. again. I think that's so important, Christine. And so as we kind of wrap up, I know we will continue this conversation and um, I look forward to hearing from some others in our launch community. Um, but as we kind of wrap up this conversation, really asking, you know, when we receive that question, when somebody brings that question to us, um, how do we open ourselves to receive that with grace and love? And then how do we reframe that question in a way that helps us move forward in ministry together? And so I would invite um, all of our listeners and for us to continue to ask that question and, and to also ask, how might we reframe that question when somebody asks that question of us or others in our community? Well, let's close this with a prayer because I know um, all of us are in need of prayer in these uh, uh, pandemic times. So let's pray. Holy God, we are grateful to be gathered here via podcast to journey together with you, exploring how we might embody your hope for this world. 
We give you thanks for all those Jesus Christ has called to nurture disciples in churches around the globe. And we ask you to bless ministry leaders in this hard time, strengthen them, provide wisdom and inspiration in the midst of all of this uncertainty. By the Holy Spirit, you created the church from people of many nations to share the good news of Jesus Christ and to bring forth your vision, your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And so use this digital space to connect us and bless us. Holy God, walk with us as we seek to walk humbly with you on this journey of faith. Amen. Launch is a podcast produced by the Reverend Dr. Tanya Campen, the Reverend Christine Hydes, and the Reverend Kathy Pittenger. To find more about Faith Formation, please visit faithformationplaylist.weebly.com. Please subscribe and join us for our next launch. 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 launch.